Hello and welcome to Let's Get Psyched, a program that explores the controversial and challenging issues from a psychological and psychiatric perspective, as well as the implications for clinical practice. I'm your host, psychologist Dr. Aaron Parks of the University of California Riverside's Counseling and Psychological Services. I'm joined by my co-host, second year child and adolescent psychiatry fellow, Dr. Tosha Yamaguchi. Hi, Tosha. Happy Halloween, Dr. Parks. Oh, happy Halloween. Yes, this is our Halloween episode. Thank you. Uh, third year uh, psychiatry resident at UCR, Dr. Edgar Ortega. Hi, Edgar. Hey, Dr. Parks. Happy Halloween as well. Thanks. And second year psychiatry resident, Dr. Alan Atkins. Hi, Alan. Hey, Dr. Parks. A spooky Halloween to you. <laughs> Can't wait. It's going to be a little bit of a downer because there's not going to be like a part. Halloween is more of an adult uh, holiday. I don't mean don't Wait, don't what? think dirty out there, people. Don't no, don't think dirty. It's no, more. No, I think ha- Halloween is a holiday enjoyable for kids and it's adults. For ki- no, you know, no, yes, I get that, but it's one of those things that adults can have a lot of fun parties. Would you disagree with that? Uh, no, not at all. I love Halloween. <laughs> Uh, and the views expressed on Let's Get Psyched are those of the speaker. They do not represent the University of California, UC Riverside's Counseling and Psychological Services, or UCR School of Medicine. So, yes, t- t- tonight is our Halloween episode. Um, and we're going to talk about psy- parapsychology. Parapsychology captures the study of a lot of uh, uh, areas that are outside of orthodox scientific study, like uh, extrasensory perception, you know, telepathy, um, um, telekinesis. That's that kind of thing, precognition, that kind of thing, um, and the study of, and the or the presence of psi, which is uh, a term used to kind of it's a collective kind of term for energy uh, or, or information transfer that you can't explain by scientific means by currently available scientific means. So we'll we'll get into that research and we'll, uh, other scary things. Like I want to ask you all, um, have you had personal experiences with? Uh, predicting the future or um, feeling things from someone that was halfway across the country or something like you had some sort of telepathy you read someone's mind or you had an image popped in your mind and you said well why is that and then it happened or something like that has anyone had any experience like that I haven't personally but I I really enjoy those stories Um, I definitely get like chills and goosebumps when I hear those stories like you know those twin stories Uh, you know what I'm talking about Oh, oh, because they have special communication. Yeah, where like one twin knows the other twin is injured or something like that, and they're not I, in the same city even. I've heard about those and mother and child stories too. Yes, where they can sense the mother senses something about the yeah, kid. Yeah, those are fun. I enjoy those. I feel a, a burning need as we're diving into this. <laughs> I feel a burning need to preface this whole podcast by saying. Uh, this is the purpose of this episode uh, in contrast to our other episodes is not to like intelligently explore controversial topics, but uh, more to explore topics that maybe none of us believe in. <laughs> Fair. Oh, I, you know what? I have some stats on that. Guess which profession had the le- the lowest level of belief in this stuff. It would be psychologists. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, and guess what? Guess which uh, uh, segment of, of academia and professors had the highest belief in these things. What? Astrology? That'd be humanities. Humanities. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Astrology. Uh, maybe. Artistic folks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that totally. Didn't, that didn't yeah. shock you, does it? No, artistic. Uh, yeah, artistic. No, and it wasn't even close. Was, I think it was like 5% of psychologists believe in it. Mm-hmm. It was incredibly low where it was uh, for folks in the humanities. It was, I think it was over half. 
That's cool. So if I believe in, that a ghost is causing most of my psychological problems, then how am I going to find a good psychologist who can, who can relate <laughs> to right. the fact that most of my pathology is ghost-related? No, it's true. It's a threat to our industry, just like horoscopes. <laughs> horoscopes, <laughs> They're on yeah, a level of right. uh, life, life coaches, yeah. We don't want those folks acting like they I, I, help, I, help people. I like to find psychologists that are guidelines based but if they can't be guidelines based i'd like them to be horoscope based <laughs> <laughs> have you ever gone to get your have you got your palm read or your done your horoscope or do you did you do it I, more than just a lark did you start thinking oh let's see maybe it might be true let's see i did you did did was it true did it well, not, no by choice actually i don't know if i ever told you guys when i was Right before medical school. This is a forced horoscope story. Oh, yeah, uh, palm reading, things like that. Oh, palm reading. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, but it was by accident. I mean, I didn't want to do it. I was in Toledo, which is like south of Madrid, right before medical school. And it was one of, it's not a very charming town where the three cultures kind of like intersected. Uh, I guess the Muslims, the Jews, and the Christians. And there's a lot of gypsies and things like that nowadays. It's not like that culture in that environment so anyways one day i was just working with my colleagues and then i ran into this gypsy but i had no idea and she just grabbed my hand and started to talk to me in spanish about my palm and reading things and reading Whoa. the lines of my palm and stuff like that and i of course how invasive right right that's what i thought right but then like not only is it, she touching you but she's reading your future <laughs> Right, right, without my consent, right? <laughs> but any, anyways, I don't know if I didn't pay attention to it. I was just a little nervous about it. Like, well, you know, and she asked me for money at the end, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah. Right, is that what you thought? But then I, I, I got into that. this kind of like... Well, wouldn't you anxiety. rather her ask you for money at the end rather than like run away scared? That's what I thought. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. It's like, well, you know, I'm a little anxious about it. I don't really believe this, but do I not want to be heard for someone if I didn't pay him like, I don't know, whatever it is. Like, what? Did you give the person m the amount of amount of money that represented how accurate she you thought she was? Oh yeah, I, I don't know how much I gave, but probably a few bucks. If we translate that to the euro. Uh, actually, maybe actually five euros, which is more than five dollars at the time, especially. That was in 2013. Mm -hmm. So I, I did exactly what Tosha did, yeah. Just pay the woman. I don't want to be cursed by a gypsy and run away. So after your non-consensual palm reading, what? How did your evening go? Ah, uh, I think it was uneventful, and we went and drink a couple, oh. you know, sangrias. That's what people she's, do. She's kind of playing on your time. fears. Sorry, sorry for talking over you. Alan is trying to. So she's kind of playing on your fears. She said that she. Oh yeah. She would. You would get like cursed if you didn't pay up. Yeah, yeah, and they they do this. What I don't know what it is. I, I don't oh. understand. Culture and stuff like that, but even like saying things in a different maybe language or stuff like that for a few seconds, which kind of oh. maybe plays along with the, the scary part of trying to, you know, invoke something from you. So I didn't want to find that. Well, uh, you know, I've, I've had a personal experience with a feeling like I knew something in the future. Now, I don't believe in it, but I do, I can't say that I didn't have this feeling. It has to do a little bit with my career. I worked for this, um, one of the main um, inpatient psychiatric facilities in Southern California as in, in an internship field practicum experience. And then I had the, uh, the, the facility keys and I lost them. 
And they oh, told me that if you couldn't find them, we're going to have to change every single lock in this whole darn oh place. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And so then I couldn't find them. And, I, it, you know, it, you know, went, went for a few days and I got I started panicking because I didn't know where they were. But suddenly, like I'm telling you, I did not know where they were. I suddenly had an extreme level of peace. I just became convinced I was going to find them. Now, I I've had it maybe once or twice before. And, and each time it happened. OK, I'm not saying this is a power or anything okay, okay. I'm, it, could, it can <laughs> be explained with like psychological things yeah no i think i've told everyone i don't believe in horoscopes and things like that but i will say that i did find the keys i did i will say that okay i would be that? yeah how long after that yeah how long after that? i'm thinking it was uh later that day later that day and i just i wasn't worried about it i continued to look but i felt convinced that I was did, going to find them. Did your mind tell you where to look for? No, I went I went back say, to the I same like, places I looked at them and I it turned I, out that I, I place I looked already, I just looked some more and I oh I couldn't believe it was it was I'd there. I'd be more I, spooked out by this if you're if you had an image of like where it was or something. But if you just oh, right, like yeah. felt you know peaceful about it it'd be like is that just a coping yes. mechanism? You just call me. Yeah, it could be. No, true. I it, yes, it was, it was like self-soothing. It's like, damn it, calm down, yeah. right? All right. So let's just turn to studies. So I, now they've studied this, and I have to say, I've I've kind of immersed myself in this last couple of days on the research behind can people send messages uh, to people in a room that you know, it's, it's sealed and you can't hear or see anything and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, there's one ca- called the, the Gansfeld uh, you know, paradigm or procedure where, you know, it's a, it's a sensory um, limited or um, uh, where you don't, uh, you have, uh, you reduce the amount of stimuli from the outside world. Like you put on, uh, you know, blinders and, you know, plug your ears and things like that. So that's the receiver. And then the sender will look at a picture and try to send it to that person in that other room. Now, okay. there's a lot of studies that show that this has worked greater than chance. And as, actually, there's a few meta-analyses. Now, that kind of started getting to me. That showed that this has an effect, that this has... And now it, also what they showed is that artistic folks are much better than people that are not artistic. Extroverts are much better or not much better but are better that it than it uh than other folks with this um that if you believe in it okay now typically when people believe in it it's because they've had previous experiences with Mm. this they feel that that indicated that correlated with this working greater than chance Hmm. so that got me thinking and so i kept reading and i kept reading and then there was challenges to these meta-analyses you know there's like three of them and then there's other meta-analyses that showed that they didn't have effect and then there was challenges to those analyses so honestly i feel like unless you're it's very contentious but my final take is that there is probably no effect there's probably no effect this thing has uh has it's kind of hilarious i'm just looking it up so in order to do it correctly you have to have halved as in cut in half Ping pong balls. Ping pong balls, right. Oh, right. Okay. And there has to be red light shown on you. So for everyone listening to the podcast, please go on Wikipedia and look at this picture because it's this 
person <laughs> with ping pong balls over their eyes and it looks like they've got like bug eyes and there's a red light on them and then i just want to say that in the first line here it says consistent independent replication of these experiments has not been achieved and then there's like 15 citations now it sounds like there's been a whole war about it that doctor it yes, sounds like dr yes. parks has really like oh, looked my into Lord. the literature Lord, here. from the 80s so, from the 80s to now <laughs> so this is is this what we call just general parapsychology like yes, this is, this is subsumed by parapsychology, right? Yeah, there's okay. the Gansfeld experiment. There's also um, something called, you know, just um, a free free response. Right. Like you just okay. sit in a room, and then right. you you know, there's there's all kinds of things that there there are formats, right. but probably the Gansfeld is the most mm-hmm. studied, but it has had the most quote positive results. See, this is when it, I mean, it really right. gets into the the nature of science because what happened is that well, you have to believe in it that's when it will work it all the mm. experimenters have to believe in it and all the the <laughs> subjects have to believe in it and then it's going to work well you see where that's going right, right? Can, can i give a background before we look more into oh yeah into sure experiments of what that is so parapsychology has actually been called from kind of like we're taking what alan was saying in terms of like experiments cannot be replicated so a lot of criticism of you know being able to what we do in science replicate the studies and it's even being called like a pseudoscience you basically would they just investigate parapsychologies. Uh, a few study investigated paranormal, paranormal psychic phenomena by scientists or scholars, so at least they claim to be either or. And I like this definition that says that uh, some, you know, uh, parapsychologists might look into like, you know, spooky things, haunting things, but the majority might focus on researching how uh, the consciousness and the mind to evaluate how the human abilities. Uh, can be outside the normal range, like if they're superhuman or human, out of normal human capabilities. And this started in the second half of the 19th century, uh, kind of following trends of paranormal activity and spiritualism movements. Uh, it was called uh, Psychical Research in 1985. Uh, it was supported by a psychologist, famous psychologist William James, and then they founded the American Society of Psychical Research in Boston, 1911. There were so they start to call it now uh, uh, ESP, which is extrasensorial perception. We can go over that mm-hmm. after that in psychokinesis, and then they did some studies in Stanford. And then I think they're very when they coined the term parapsychology and as a kind of almost like a science was by Joseph Blanche Ryan, and I think also was followed in the 1930s at the, the Duke University when this person Joseph uh, Blanche Ryan. His colleagues did some uh, car guessing, dice rolling. Yeah, there's lots of yeah. That, that, you're right. I mean, that's, that's that's good history. That's good history. I mean, I feel like you know some of this. They've done dice rolling, where the and then they've done things like uh, card guessing. That there was actually a part in um, one of the Star Wars movies where um, a- a- Anakin. Uh, was they gave Anakin one of these tests like can't can you tell what's behind these cards and Anakin was like getting it every time wow the force is strong yes <laughs> he's, he's gonna be pretty good if you're just joining us you're listening to let's get psyched on KUCR this is our Halloween episode we're talking about uh, parapsychology uh, ESP telekinesis precognition um, things that most psychologists as psychologists actually are the biggest doubters apparently of, uh, in, in all of academia on this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, hard science folks, yes, 
also extremely low, but not not quite as low as psychologists though. I have to say, when I was looking at the stats, I'm surprised um, by that. Yeah, it was it it was low. It was low, but for whatever reason, I I, I would not have predicted it because you know when I was um, getting my training and and re- just my 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 um, uh, travels in the world, <laughs> I've when I've met other psychologists, there's some touchy feely psychologists out there, and they. They think about, uh, and I, I aren't you know, I all think, you like, guys touchy feely? Come on, uh, are you <laughs> insinuating something that's wrong <laughs> with psychologists? Yeah, it's, it's I don't know like, the tone about that. <laughs> the tone I, that I feel like I, I feel like uh, uh, this is surprising, and I wonder how they defined psychologist. What? Uh, uh, like, uh, uh, every you know, it was professors. It was professors. You know, oh, you're right. No, fair point. Fair point. No, you're right. Fair point. That, that we're talking about folks that are uh, working at a university of professors, psychology professors. Yep. You know, fair point. I mean, yes. I personally, like, I don't believe this stuff is true, but I still have fun with it. And maybe I have fun with it because I don't believe it's true. Like, it's not that scary for me. You know what I mean? I feel like it, wait, people wait, 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 wait. believe it's true have fun with it. I was at a training a couple weeks ago where one of the therapists was spent every break trying to sell me on crystals. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you buy it? Was it a psycho? Did you buy it? She was a, a therapist, not a psychologist. And hmm. uh, did did I buy it? No. And did I buy crystals? No. But I did want to go. She had a special crystal garden that sounded oh, very Lord. cool. And I crystal I did want to go. Yeah, she like, like she had a garden. Or outdoor. No outdoor garden. Pretty wow. plants and stuff. But then like buried in the ground with the plants, kind of like coming out as if they were natural objects. Whoa. Were crystals, which sounds wonderful from a, sounds from pretty. an aesthetic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. I, I still don't get the point of crystals. It's not like crystal meth, right, or anything like that. No. <laughs> no. There's supposed to be power in crystals. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, do we? We don't uh, need to go there. Only crystal you understand, Edgar. Let's start oh, yeah, that's what ladies. I hear all the time with my patients sometimes. No, I feel like that definitely crystals, all the new agey type of things are kind of, a, kind of, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be too negative, but it's, it's, it's a thing that I don't believe in. I'll just say that. But you're I saying, think, I think yeah. there's some value in the new age stuff. There's just some are more valuable than others. I think in some, some, there's some overlap between the new age stuff and evidence-based pop psychology. What's the biggest, what's of, the biggest thing that new age, new age has contributed? I don't, well, I don't know. Well, it depends really what know. you think about, think like, what's considered new age. But, like, yeah, what about Eckhart Tolle? Is he new age? Like, he's, uh, he I has some contributions to kind of, uh, yeah, to mindfulness that are, I would Wait, say. Wait, mindfulness is just seminal. a ripoff of, uh, you know, Eastern philosophies and meditation practices from. But I think it's been mainstream. Eastern well, religious it's a practice. ripoff of it, but it's a, it's not a cheap ripoff. I mean, you know, um, John Kabat-Zinn did. Inc- I mean, it was, it was, a, it's a very thoughtful and well studied and well intentioned and 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 well resulted ripoff. I mean, okay, it's a no, I agree. Thing. No, I, I think you're right. Yeah, they brought it to the mainstream. No, I agree with that. I agree. With that. I, when I say when I hear new agey, I think people that are outside of science. Now, those folks sound like they wanted to bring it into and study science scientifically so that it, it can be seen as valuable. But I, when I hear new age, I feel like people outside of science, which mm-hmm. I don't. But I don't know. Do you feel like, uh, you know, if people, if, if, if you're too dogmatic about that, then I guess maybe you're not open-minded, which is a big reason why people who are studying parapsychology talk about, which is true. When I was looking at this, when they were critiquing Science uh, studies of psi and telekinesis and all this other stuff. 
they would, the people that are doubters, picked apart the parapsychology studies, but then the studies that showed that there was no effect, they they would use kid gloves. You know, they didn't pick mm-hmm. apart those studies as, as intensely as they did the parapsychology. So I, that was a fair point. I agree with that. So that's why it was so difficult to determine what was true and was not true. How do you guys feel about UFO religions? Okay, that, that, you just put... First I said I heard UFO, and then when you tacked on UFO religion. Right. what is UFO religion? I have no idea. Yeah, so I just... Because <laughs> Dr. Parks spurred my curiosity, and I well, I looked up New Age, and then from there, there was it, one of the things it mentioned was UFO religions. <laughs> A UFO religion is any religion in which the existence of extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial entities operating UFOs is an element of belief. All right, I'm going to be looking at this. and Oh, there's also um, it, space opera has a high influence in UFO religions. Spa- I don't know what really space know what opera. I don't even know what that like, means. Space opera is like a genre, a genre of fiction. I think that's like Star Wars is oh. a space opera. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to get back to you on this because this is too fascinating not to read. I, I want to kind of get back to uh, we want to be true to the theme of the show as far as uh, scariness yes, and Halloween. <laughs> Tosha, you said that you don't get scared. I I wait, feel what? like when I, did I say that I get scared I all the time. Sa- I thought you said <laughs> nothing scares you. Or wait, no, what? I'm very scared. I'm 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 I hate scary movies. So you um, avoid them or you watch them? Some people no, get scared and like. Oh, okay. So you're ones that you get scared and you don't watch them. Yes, no way, no way. The scariest things that I can watch are, like, kids' scary movies. Even, like, growing up, Hocus Pocus was too scary for me. Um, I remember one of my favorite Halloween movies growing up as a kid was the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen Halloween-themed movie. It was, like, Double, Double, Boil in Trouble with Cloris Leachman, who is so scary in that. Stranger Things, that's, like, my limit of scary. I can't do scarier than Stranger Things. If, do you feel like you would be a better mature, <laughs> a person and enjoy life more if you were less scared of these things? Oh, that's an interesting point. Yeah, he's um, big now. I don't know. I mean, I live alone. It's honestly oh. one of the reasons I got Genji. I feel a lot safer with Genji around. And just to clarify, uh, Genji is Tosha's husband. <laughs> He's my dog. He's my puppy. Genji, by the way, is almost gonna be one in only a couple mm-hmm. couple weeks. Here, one years old. Dogs are great. Well, I is mean, is that if, the last one you watch? Mm-hmm. You should. Uh, you should watch um, the um, and some Netflix scary Netflix series that are pretty entertaining. I can't. I'm telling you, I can't. But Just I do like it. true crime. That could be. Scary. I realized my horror movie career was over when I was probably like 12 and i got too scared for the x file from the x files to like exist for I would get a whole week did not grow up with it yeah. so no but i love halloween that's pretty much the last scary thing i've watched yeah i love halloween though i i think this holiday's great to be like <laughs> minorly spooky i'm i'm totally totally excited about do you guys like halloween Oh, yeah. I've said it is a good uh, time to have some get-togethers with friends and things like oh, that. Are they shooting? Yeah. yeah. No, I wonder definitely. what people are going to do. 
I wonder what I like are... people watching on Halloween. I like watching totally. the kids, watching the trick-or-treaters. I like giving candy to the kids, although I think about diabetes a lot. I don't wait, know what's going to happen this year with COVID. Like, how are people going to trick-or-treat? They're they're probably not going to. That's what I think. That is a great way to. Yeah, that's a great point. But let me let me ask you. So, um, does anyone have any of these beliefs? Like, what rate the thing that you believe the most of all the parapsychology things, the new agey things, uh, the the things that are kind of on the fringe? Rate the thing that you believe the most on a scale of one to ten. I'll I'll start. Okay, so I. The, the thing I mo- maybe most believe is uh, sensing things from afar because I had that experience, but also I, I can't, that on the last I don't one. feel maybe. like you can predict the future because the future doesn't exist. It's like, can you make something that hasn't existed yet? No, I don't. I, no, that doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, maybe, <laughs> you know, quantum physics, you know, with entanglement. and So this is basically di- just based off of gut, right? What's yours? <laughs> It's totally up my gut. Yeah, I totally. I, I, and maybe, maybe ghosts. Okay. Maybe. But again, it's on a scale of one to 10, we're talking about like a one or a two, okay? But I'm being very honest because honest is possible. I love All that right. question, Dr. Parks. I think that's a fantastic question to put it to us. Which thing do we believe in the most? That's a, that's an interesting question. I, I would oh, say. Oh, UFOs. Mine, I believe in UFOs. I believe in UFOs. I mean, UFOs have to exist, right? I believe in aliens because I think based on the infinity of space, it would be fairly unlikely yes, aliens, for aliens that's what I mean. not to yes. exist. I also yes. believe in alternate universes and stuff, which is sort of like hmm. more pop science than it is. I don't know. I think I got a lot of that out of yeah books. But, but uh, like, I don't know, pop science books. But um, I believe in ghosts probably like one out of ten. And then I be- the thing I believe probably quite a bit more than one out of ten. So I actually have a spiritual teacher who, you know, I think people believe things much more when it's someone close to them. And my mom's best friend, um, so my mom was in a, had a super major injury when she was a teenager, and her best friend dropped out of school to help her. My mom was I'll just say it. Why not? My mom. So my mom was in a bomb when she was. 12 and she dropped out of uh, her friend dropped out of school to basically stay with her in the hospital for like a year and this lady ended up feeling like she had the ability to help people and she became a spiritual teacher a spiritual healer and people fly around from everywhere and go spend time with her and she i guess heals them with energy and i've had a few experiences with her that felt real it's not re- so her bookshelf is like half Buddhism and Taoism books and half quantum physics books, and she she's does her own thing and she's taught herself. She has her own kind of school. It's not Reiki, but there's definitely touch and floating hands involved. Um, a lot of it. She's also a concert pianist, and a lot of it is she has two grand pianos that are arranged in a yin yang formation, and you lay under it and you feel the energy, and. I believe in her energies, and it's weird oh. to, for me to say Just that, that one but. person. Just that one person. Or I mean her in the energies that she says are real and maybe the other people that she would point okay. me to. I think, I think it's yeah. a good point. Like when you have someone you trust or someone you're close to, 
um, who believes in things, I think it's, it's easier to believe in those things. Like that's what kind of the, the cultural, um, aspect of that is, right? Like how certain cultures can believe more in particular thing, particular like paranormal things or whatever. Okay. Anybody else as far as who wants to volunteer I, of all the parapsychology really fringy things? I, I, what? I, I, I can almost say like I align with you, Dr. Parks. I don't know about the clairvoyance, which I think that's what you said in terms of like being able to sense or get information that is beyond the senses. I'm not sure if that yeah. would be trying to say a precognition, but more of the, yeah, UFOs and ghosts and apparitions. I'm not sure to what extent. And I think we talk about it, about this when we did near dead experiences and how maybe, you know, your loved ones and past and there's supposed to be a life after and things like that. It can be some sort of communication, whether that's like explained by biological or biochemical processes or what you believe. But yeah, I think there's some, something maybe more in between the two science for me. Um, and I agree with what you were saying, Tosha, in terms of like, yeah, maybe whether or not you decide to believe in what part, I think it's how is this relevant to psychiatry and psychology is to try to understand almost like the cultural syndromes, try to understand that where the patient comes from, where the client comes from, and regardless of whether you sympathize with the beliefs, is how do you use that to try to effectively diagnose if it's a mental disorder or if it's not a mental disorder, of course, not taking that in consideration and just call someone uh, psychotic because they might believe in something like this, you know, just just to keep that in mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that is the last word, Edgar. All right. Uh, unless you want to say something, Tosha. Do you want to say something about how you believe in ghosts or you believe in uh, psychic I'm probably powers along or? the lines of Alan, except for that last bit. About the, well, I don't know friends. this woman he's talking about. I've never met her before. Sorry. <laughs> Can't comment but, on her energy. Maybe you should get in touch with her. Then so. you'll believe. Then you'll believe. Yeah. Wait, wait until this, her healing energetic hands, uh, you know, when next time you're sick. I trust no. Alan, so maybe it'll transfer over to her. I don't know. But yes, pro- I think you're right, though, is if you have a personal experience <laughs> with it, probably leads to believing it more, for sure. I agree with that. I have had equally skeptical friends who visited me when I'm with her, and they'll she'll they'll do something with her, and no one has come away not believing. Oh, whoa. Oh. Oh, that's a good pitch for her, her powers. We should have had but, her okay, on the well, show. That, yeah, we interview her. All right, that's all the time we have for sure on Let's Get to this edition of Let's Get Psych. Today, we t- it was our Halloween episode, and we talked about parapsychology, uh, different things that we believe in and that, that scare us or, or not. Thank you to our co-hosts, Dr. Toshi Yamaguchi, Dr. Edgar Ortega, and Dr. Alan Atkins. If you have comments, questions, suggestions for the show, you can write us at getpsychedonkucr at gmail.com. That's getpsychedonkucr at gmail.com. You can, listen to, you can listen to past episodes of Let's Get Psyched on your favorite streaming platform. This episode was recorded in each of our respective homes and then mixed by our producer at KUCR, Elliot Fong. So special thanks go out to him. I've been your host, psychologist Dr. Aaron Parks. Tune in next week for another edition of Let's Get Psyched. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs>